Hello and welcome to the show. Today we have Wajid Hussain. I'm very grateful for the time you are investing, coming on to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy. Wajid, hi, hello, how are you? Hi, Stephanie, and thank you very much for having me on. Wajid, you're an absolute hero. You're running your own company. What is it that you do? Uh, Digital marketing. I love it. And you're a dad and you look after your family. You're busy. Yes, very busy, yes. So, so what used to keep you going was caffeine, and what keeps you going now is is uh, is what? Motivation, drive? Or what, what's keep- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's just to get a bit of background. Uh, I've got I've got uh, three kids in the house. They're young, four to nine. Um, there's plenty going on all hours of the night, all hours of the day. So I used to just keep myself propped up with cups of coffee, three, four cups of coffee a day, was was normal for me. Um, so thankfully, um, having chatted with yourself and being gently persuaded, I might add, um, I have left, I've stopped drinking coffee completely now. That's, that's really amazing. I didn't realize that just having a conversation with me got, got to your, your, your head into that space to make that big change. That's, a, that's amazing. Um, may well, I, yeah. Well, for me, you see, Stephanie, what it is, is I, I, I read a lot. I've always read about health stuff. I've read stuff for years. I was reading stuff before the internet was born in the 90s about what to do about your health. And so I read stuff and I was like, yeah, okay, I know what I should be doing. But I think what I really enjoyed about our conversation was you kind of got to why I should be doing it. Not just because I should feel guilty and bad, but because of actually what makes me who I am. And that's what, that really helps sort of shape my mind. And that's why I love what you do. And as like I said, I'm really grateful for being here and being able to share this with you and your listeners. Yeah, and you sent me a text message earlier on today. Is it okay if I share that? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how getting over my coffee addiction has helped me understand better addictions, emotions, and how the Western interpretation of meditation is destroying its true benefits. I mean, I would never have classified you as addicted to coffee necessarily, but um, but a reliance on it maybe. But um, I love all the points you've brought up here. Would you like to elaborate on that? Yeah, okay. Okay, so maybe the word addiction I've used quite in a strong way. And when I'm talking about addiction, I'm talking about stuff that um, uh, that is a problem for me in the sense that I, I was craving it. So whenever I was getting stressed out or whenever I was feeling a bit tired, I'd, I'd have a cup of coffee. That was just kind of the thing to do, quick pep up and you go for it. And so um, when I spoke to yourself, I started to have the uh, the, the grass. <laughs> the oh, yeah, grass that's right. The wheatgrass yeah. juice powder. Yeah, yeah. The wheatgrass right. juice powder. So that, that's where I first started into it. And then I started to add the omega oils in the morning. And I have that first thing uh, on an empty stomach. I have a, about a pint of water and then I drink that. And there might be some ginger water in there as well afterwards. And I, that's okay for me till about 11, 12 o'clock when I start to have proper uh, proper breakfast kind of brunch kind of meal. Now, for me, what I talk about addiction is, is that I was masking my emotions. So when I was getting stressed out, I was thinking about stuff. And instead of dealing with what was in front of me, I was just having a cup of coffee or I'm getting a sugar fix. And I think that's where the emotional element was really kicking in. Because once I stopped having coffee, my emotions were kind of in front of me. 
So they're saying, actually, you're really feeling anxious right now. You're feeling frustrated right now. You're feeling this, you're feeling that. And I was really starting to see my emotions. And I was like, whoa, this is why I was drinking coffee. I wasn't drinking coffee just because I was tired, but I was kind of masking my emotions and my dealing with kind of what I was getting to on a day-to-day basis. Life, what have you. I mean, by no means is my life difficult or in any way strenuous compared to anything else going on around the world. But for me personally, it was it was something that I was dealing with. And so I was, I, I, like I said, I listened to a, a variety of different things. I listened to a whole, whole host of different things and articles and stuff like that. And what I found was this idea of people talking about meditation. And it's starting to really wind me up. And I'm going to explain why. And excuse me for going off on a bit. On a one bit here. No, you're 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 welcome to go off. I I, I love it when you do. Okay, so I come from uh, genetically. I come from the Indian subcontinent. I'm Indian. We gave you uh, yoga. We gave you zero, and we gave you the Kama Sutra. And yep. you're welcome to all of it. And so, <laughs> what what it was for me is it's kind of within my DNA, within our genetic structure to take time to meditate, to reflect, and so on. Now, what I'm seeing a lot, like, like I watch stuff on YouTube, and you'll get these videos coming on about these apps that help you meditate. And you think, okay, cool, meditate, calm the mind. But it's all about clearing the mind and clearing your thoughts. And the focus seems to be only on being in the present moment. And I've got a real problem with being in the present moment. Because if I'm in the present moment and I'm stressed out, then I'm only thinking about the stress. And it can become very easy to get overwhelmed, to become anxious, to become depressed, to become stressed out, and to just be overtaken by what you're feeling at that moment. There is a time to be present in the moment. Of course there is. But that's not what meditation is really about. So just going back to what I was saying in the sense that having left caffeine, I've become more aware, conscious of my thoughts, conscious of my feelings, conscious of what I'm going through on a daily basis. And what meditation should really be about isn't being present in the moment, but it should be presence of mind. And presence of mind is when those thoughts arrive, when those emotions arrive, you're able to understand them and see them for what they are. Because ultimately, you have taught me and everybody else out there in the health world knows this. We are just bags of chemical reactions, right? We can have reactions in two different types of ways. The stuff we eat, food, what we consume changes our physiological emotions, the chemical reactions that go on inside us, or there's the thoughts and the feelings that we have inside. Thoughts and feelings are inside us, but they aren't of us. And the problem I've got with being present in the moment is it doesn't allow you to be present in mind of understanding what's going on and to be able to move away from flight, fright, or free but to be able to step away and sort of go, okay, this is the emotion that I'm going through. This is what's going on right now. This is how I'm going to react and respond to this in a proactive kind of way. And so I, having stopped drinking coffee, have found that part of my journey. I'm not enlightened yet. I'm sure I'll let you know when I am. Um, But I'm just kind of on that journey for myself at the moment. I think that's amazing. So eloquently and passionately uh, put, I think clearing out the toxins in our diet and in our thoughts um, gives gives our brain that clarity and that space in order to connect with our intuition and to connect with our truth because our body knows exactly what it needs to heal and and what it needs to, to grow and develop. And our emotions know as well, and they just need to be heard and understood. So 
what we believe at Urban Health is to give your body what it needs and nothing that it doesn't need. And when you give yourself caffeine, alcohol, and all of these soothers to the modern stresses of daily life, then you're clouding your better judgment. And if you just allow yourself to detoxify and uh, your your body will will point you in the right direction. Your body's calling your name is just if you're there to listen uh, and and take action appropriately. So yeah, and I completely agree with you because, for example, if I've had four cups of coffee during the day, but I drink a cup of chamomile because because I've been told it's going to help soothe me and help me go to sleep, it's not. It's not going to have any impact at all because there's four cups of coffee still finding its way out of my system. So once you start removing, like you said, remove those toxins, you remove those sort of elevating kind of chemicals from your system, that's when you really feel the benefits. For example, the wheatgrass I have in the morning, having tea at night, it actually makes a difference because you've cleared yourself of all of that stuff. But you're not just physically clearing and cleansing yourself, like you said, it's also you suddenly find yourself uh, seeing all these emotions and experiencing them in a completely different way. Yeah, I mean, I I like to step away from isolation thinking, oh, if I have green tea, I'm going to lose weight. Oh, if, if I have raspberry ketones, I'm going to burn fat. It's, it's, the, it's consistently doing a lot of things synergistically together and integrating multiple systems that makes a difference to your well-being. So exactly, if you have four cups of coffee, and then have one glass of chamomile tea, it's not enough yin for the yang to to, to work. So you need to do 80% of your activities will will produce uh, a result. You don't need to be perfect, but it's just about progress every day and being committed to your health and being committed to make a difference. And it's a series of of daily habits and daily actions that do that. And you're you're showing that with, with your... You're very committed, and that's good. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel the benefit. Like I said, it's opened up a whole different area in my head and in my heart, but it's something that's definitely worth doing. So I've been caffeine-free, coffee-free for like six weeks now, and I love wow. it. And, yeah, and honestly, and it, and it was it was full cold turkey as well, Stephanie. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to wean myself off, because that's what I thought I would need, and I haven't needed that. And that's why it's like, whoa. I, I'm only craving this because of habits or because of what I'm feeling, not because I genuinely need coffee. And that's why I sort of went off on that a little bit because it's, it's more than just the, you know, the fact that I'm having this thing to pet me physically. So, yeah, it's been going really well for me. And like I said, it's busy time. Kids are back at school and it's hectic, getting darker at night. Kids are still doing after-school activities. Still got a business to run. Uh, shopping to get sorted, kids are going to get bugs and stuff because it's that season again. So it's just planning and getting all that stuff and just having the right energy, but also the right mindset. So I'm not a grumpy dad for my kids. I'm not a, a, an annoying, you know, um, business person dealing with my clients, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So, yeah. You're always committed to bringing your best self to any situation, and I love that about you. But so you still get cravings now. That's interesting. So anybody who wants to quit caffeine, uh, what, did you notice anything that were the first two days hard or is it still hard? And uh, it, has it become easier? How are you managing that, that weaning process? Well, if I could just um, a little bit differently, because I felt I needed certain types of carbs. And I remember you sitting there saying to me, you don't need them, right? you just need your greens. 
right? And that's when you got me really into buying the dark green salads and things like that. And I was shocked. And there's two things. One is it's a mindset thing. You've got to tell yourself, actually, you know what? I'm fine without it. And secondly, like I said, because I'm more aware of what I'm feeling, when I do feel that craving for it, it's because I'm feeling uh, I need to deal with something else. Does that make sense? So that, I'm not that's sort of, amazing. Uh, I'm using it as a crutch almost to mask my emotion or the sort of I'm getting stressed out about a situation, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. No, getting stressed out about a situation, but having that presence of mind to be able to step back and go, what is it about the situation that's stressing me out? And what can I sincerely, genuinely do to do something about it and to remedy the situation? So I'm still very much, like I said, very much in a learning process, going through all of this stuff at the moment. But yeah, six weeks caffeine-free. Did you find that if you were reducing caffeine, you increased your cravings for other things such as sugar or such as uh, anything else? Yeah, well, sugar is a tricky one because sugar is another one of my addictions as it were um that i need to get past but at the moment i'm just keeping clean with the coffee and i'm going to hit sugar hard in the next couple of weeks well you know what one thing at a time progress not perfection (laughs) and we just need to readdress our relationships with all the things that we feel overpower us at times and you're doing a good job on that yeah thank you so what, another thing that inspires me about you is you still manage to make time to work out despite having a really busy schedule. How does exercise help you mentally and in business? All right. So um, as a young kid and uh, as a teenager, I was into the martial arts, uh, massive Bruce Lee, Jet Lee, Jackie Chan fan, like just crazy, right? And so one of the things you get taught in martial arts, because we always go around quoting the seafoods and the senses and the, the masters. And there's something in martial arts that teaches you, and I think it's something that's really beautiful. It's what the mind can handle, the body can endure, and what the body can handle, the mind can endure. And this is why you see them doing the, the katas in like ice cold waterfalls and things like that. And it's because sharpening the body is sharpening the mind. And I, I am a firm believer of that. So, for example, tonight at about 8 o'clock when everybody's in bed and I'm feeling shattered, I will drive myself to the gym and I will work out. And it's something I I do, but once I'm in the gym and I'm doing it, I absolutely love it. I, I love the feeling of all that energy running through my system. I love this feeling of breaking a sweat and just being able to switch off but to physically just let go of everything and just push some weights, take it out on some metal, basically. Yeah. And uh, what I like about how you run is you don't need to be motivated. You just need to be committed. And and it's about self-esteem and self-worth and giving yourself that time to invest in yourself. Do you find, though, that sometimes when you uh, – it's hard to carve out time for yourself when you're busy, but having that self-care – it's, it's really important, right? It, you need you need that time to... I, I know that you went away for a weekend once to, to replenish yourself. It's important to mm. replenish the batteries. So how does Wajid replenish his batteries? Uh, okay, so at the moment, uh, the gym stuff is good. Like I said, I, I, I generally personally find cardio tedious. So I, 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 I look at the numbers on the, the, the weights thing and I'm pushing and I'm pulling and I'm just enjoying it in that way. Um, but when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to me time, I think I enjoy the exercise element because it helps clear my head. 
you know, and just literally just solely focusing on just physical stuff. And that's what I was talking about. You know, there's a time to be present. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in the gym, that's when I'm present. There's nothing else that's bothering me. In fact, I don't even train with anybody. You know, like I don't, like my friend will say, when are you going to the gym? And I'm going to say, I'm not going to the gym with you because I just want to be in my own headspace. I want to do my own thing and I don't want anybody else, anything else. Well, I think and that's great. Well, that's very assertive. I like that. Yeah, well, it's, it's how I'm going to get the most out of my workout. It's not, it's not social for me. You want to get social, you know, we can go out, get something to eat and go play football. It's a social sporting and activity for me. But when it comes to the gym, I'm not interested in anything. I plug in my earphones. I'm not even listening to anything. But it's kind of my way of saying I'm not ready to talk to anybody. And I just get in there and I just do my thing. And that's what I was talking about being present, where you just kind of not find yourself. I think there's a thing about losing yourself. But I think there's a thing about finding yourself where you're just able to concentrate and focus and I love that. And I love a good comedy. I love a good laugh. So half an hour of TV, some good, good uh, stuff that makes me laugh. I, I'm, I'm really inspired. You're a dad. You're an entrepreneur. You're a poet. You're the provider in your family. You're the strong one. And you have this uh, an amazing digital marketing agency. Can I have the website address, please? And, and what you provide? Yeah. So uh, the, the name of the digital marketing agency is crystaltree.co. And uh, we provide a very focused, bespoke uh, setup where we look at um, your ideal client, we look at your sales and marketing, and we look at what your unique selling product is, and we ensure we align those three core fundamentals that can help a business thrive so you're not losing money, you're not losing clients, and most certainly you are developing your brand and your business in your industry. I've always found working with you very time and uh, time efficient. And how you run your life is how you run your business. And it's it's reflected in the service you give to your clients. So, Wajid, thank you for being awesome. And thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Stephanie. It's a real pleasure. And like I said, thank you for the great work that you do. Keep on. Thank you so much for sharing your inspiring insights and helping urban health and keeping busy people healthy.